the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. Too many things going on today, guys. Sorry. My name is John Crump. I am the heavyweight champion of journalism here. And we are brought to you by JFD Supply. JFD Supply makes some of the sickest P380 kits and everything else on the planet. Or or P320 kits, I guess it is, on the planet. Uh, We are also sponsored by Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. And we are also sponsored by Black Swan Tactical, which is my t-shirt shop. Check out this. This is the famous FFOA patch right there, guys. It's really cool. And we also have the Flying Rich patch. Look at that. Flying Rich has his own patch. Woohoo! All right, so let me bring on Flying Rich right now. Hi, Flying Rich. We can't hear you, Flying Rich. Oh, that's because I muted myself. Oh, and also I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash John Crump if you want to help out the channel in any way. And I'm going to bring on my two other guests. Alex! Howdy, howdy. And the end. The Immaculate Vin. Yo. Hey, Vin. Yeah. Hey. So yeah, this man. is actually the first time I get to talk to Alex. We've been, like, emailing and whatever. Right? Stalking each other for a while on the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. yeah but I, I posted this in the Discord. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw it. I did. I did. Not a bad, <laughs> uh, not a bad little stock there. Did but you use... No, this is a cool stock. By I, I got it at JFD. See, no, I, overly cooling us. Uh, is he? What do you have, John? I couldn't. This see is uh, the eighty twenty. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Yeah, Ooh. JFD gave it to me. I wish that worked with these. I don't think it does. Uh, I do not think it, it does. <laughs> I, I uh, feel like I feel like the it won't quite wrap around uh, this one. <laughs> no, I don't think. All right, so uh, we have control view of firearms printing fame and we have then who is also of like the homemade firearms of uh, fame and you guys do some effing amazing stuff man i appreciate it thank you we uh we, we try and appease the internet as best we can <laughs> check this out oh yep. uh, the the atf ball atf ball <laughs> right i think you gotta uh, buy the balls I always keep mine handy because I keep uh, keep keep running into problems every time. I have I have to ask the ATF a lot of questions. So oh, it's a is, magic eight ball. Yeah, it's a, it's a magic eight ball, and you just ask, "Hey, is this machine gun?" And it says, and it "says yes." It says you're getting raided. 
<laughs> when I ask one mine, of them, they're going to shoot your dog. Yeah. Yeah. I whenever, imagine. Okay, let me do this. Uh, do I own any machine guns? We are not allowed to talk to you. Please contact our press office. <laughs> that must be the John Crump special April. <laughs> yeah, that's all it says. Every single thing. I want a t-shirt that says, Hi, ATF. My name is John Crump. You guys know that story, right? Hmm. No. No. I, I, oh, it's fun. Well, I, I, the ATF had a booth at a place, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to them. So I went up, I started talking to them, going back and forth, asking questions. And they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, what's your name? I said, ah, I was like, hi, my name's John Crump. And they're like, we're not allowed to talk to you. You have to contact the press, our, our, our press, our press officer. <laughs> Here's their card. I'm like, really? See, at least you got a card. They just kept kicking me out of their online meeting. Well, well, they. Oh well, yeah, remember that. <laughs> well, they they left the booth, so I got a picture of me in their booth with a P80 holding it up because they literally left. That's fantastic. Oh man, why would they? Th that boggles the mind. Do they not know? Like, if you're just there unsupervised, you're just going to do troublesome things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, John, I, I mean, how many times have you sued the ATF? A few. Oh, not the ATF. Uh, mostly the oh, oh, FOIA stuff a few times. Forgot okay. about that. Not enough. But he's known to the ATF. <laughs> I wonder if the rest of us yeah. are now. Right, you guys talk Most among yourself. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I'll, I'll be right back. It's a very important thing. Wow. <laughs> How crumpy. Sorry. Good thing I'm here. So, <laughs> right. Vin, do you, have you actually met Alex, or have you not met Alex before? Yeah, we've met. Many yeah, times. he's touched, oh, he's touched my butt. <laughs> oh, okay. I, thanks for sharing. <laughs> now, we, uh, we, we were experimenting once upon a time uh, with the idea, uh, well, yeah, experiment, anyway. Sorry, <laughs> I left that one open. Um, no, we were we were playing with the idea of uh, doing uh, advocacy at gun shows, so taking 3D printers gun shows, throwing a print on the table, letting people come by, look at it, understand mm -hmm. what was going on a little bit. And so we went down to Georgia for one of their larger gun shows, and you know, Vin hosted us for the weekend, and we had uh, we had we had a lot of fun, but uh, wasn't something that we found out we could do like long term. Maybe if a bunch oh, of local groups started <laughs> standing up. You know, uh, 3D print printer stands and booths at gun shows that would be kind of cool, but not something that we can like fly out and go do. So, right. right. The the prospect of waking up at um, was it five in the morning yeah, every it day? Stupid early. Load a um, rickety van with a bunch of Ender threes and you know um, gun cases, and then tearing it all down at the end of the day was not very uh <laughs> yeah not very fun. Yeah, I hear you. Like I um. I was active in the local tea party. They would have a booth at the West Palm Beach gun show, which is more like a black rifle gun show. Right. It's there's, there's other Florida's a real interesting state. Um, you go to Deland and you'll get some kind of more curio and relic type stuff as opposed to, you know, ARs and AKs all day. Uh, so I went there once, you know, when the chainsaw bayonet was a thing and I printed a couple of signs up 
It's like they got more booth traffic that day, you know, people coming by or giving donations or whatever and signing up for the newsletter. Right. Uh, but I, I've always talked to John, and I think I've said it on Hank's show, that I would love to set up like, you know, four Ender 3s and sell somebody a uh, fractional time, fractional ownership of it for a couple hours and let them click the print button. And John calls me up one day and he's like, somebody's doing your idea. They stole your idea. I'm like, they can steal it. That's free. That's free. I'm not right. patent it, copyrighted. I'm like, I'm glad they're doing it. Nice. Although my lawyer would would, would get a little uh, questionable about publicly saying, yeah, you can rent time on my 3D printer because that brings a whole nother ATF problem in there, I'm sure. But uh, yeah. they, they like to meddle in that kind of stuff in business well, transactions. So. I mean, there used to be like AK build parties where everybody'd bring their flat and somebody had the jig right. and a hydraulic press and you all just, you know, bang the things out. Mm -hmm. And once uh, upon a time, once upon a time, we were free. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you guys see the video of me shooting the, uh, the bullpup? Uh, I don't think I, 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 I saw some here and there. Um, I don't think so I ever got a chance to sit down and actually I, look at it. Let's see. Do I have the parts here? I, I feel kind of stupid because it took is me it, a... It, sorry, is it on your uh, your Instagram? Uh, I may have put it on the Instagram. I know I put it on YouTube. But what I did is I printed a negative clamshell of the grip and then screwed mm -hmm. it onto a 2 by 4 because I, I didn't want to hold the thing. I don't have a berm. So in Florida, if you have greater than an acre and the rounds don't leave your property, it's a firing range. Right. And uh, so what I did is I just got a, a folding table, a two by four, clamped it and had it pointing straight down. And I actually used like a painter's pole that it had a hole in the end and uh, some nylon rope and just twisted it. And that actuated the, the trigger. And I was shocked. It did stovepipe twice in about, I don't know, 10 or 15 rounds. But I think that was more yep. that it wasn't moving. It was super, super rigid. I was kind of shocked at how rigid it held and, right. you know, shooting straight down. So I'm assuming I haven't shot it handheld yet, but I'm assuming if I was shooting it handheld um, that it, it probably would operate fine because it, 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 it's, you know. it's a little weird. So you know how Glocks like to like to get messed up if you limp wrist them? I, mm -hmm. I, I assume I can, I can hold a gun on here, right? Is that because uh, some, some places have YouTube. rules? Yeah, Is like, it? well, YouTube generally on a live stream, you can't touch it. Yeah, no. I see. Uh, but that's land. why I've, I've got just the bottom part that isn't a gun. Right. Okay, and sure, I, we'll go with that. <laughs> so I, I took the, the parts apart. So I could right. handle them during the stream. Right. I didn't think that far ahead. Um, <laughs> so if you uh, if you limp wrist a Glock, it'll 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 malfunction. It'll stovepipe a little bit because your your mm -hmm. your the the motion of your wrist is taking some of the energy out of the, the recoil, which is helping it cycle. Um, the problem with when you relocate the action, like we did in the bullpup Glock, is it forces you to limp wrist because of physics. Like you can't, mm -hmm. it, you can be Arnold and you'll limp wrist it 100% of the time until you brace it, gotcha. which is a problem that I'm trying to figure out. Um, it's weird that you had that issue with you mounted it in a block and it didn't it, and move. I was, yeah, I was shocked. It barely moved. There's like no marks on this at all. 
Um, mm-hmm. It it held it perfect. You know, it didn't tear the screws out. Where where is my block? I thought it was here. Uh, that's what happens when you clean your office, or when your wife tells oh. you to clean your office. Oh. Mine did that too. <laughs> I can't find anything. Everything gets lost. Yep. Yeah, because when yeah, it was no, a mess, it, it's, right? You knew where everything was. Yeah, it was all handy. Yes. Everything was handy. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I saw your 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 rig, and it looked pretty solid. Um, I was just weird that it still had issues. Even with that, I wonder if there's maybe some flex in the frame that I need to take out um, because of how it's being mounted and everything. See, I, I kind of thought it was that there was not enough flex, that a little bit of movement. I mean, it, it just right. it barely moved at all. Well, like the grip so, cannot move, but there's a whole back end where all yeah, the, the action yeah, that yeah, could you know be deflecting under force. I don't know. It's it's. I need to get a slow mo camera on it. I've got a slow mo camera to do it. I just haven't been able to get to the range to actually shoot it, um, mm-hmm. and and mount it to something and and have fun with it. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's a weird one. <laughs> so I, I like the engineering challenge that it's presenting, and it's kind of driving me insane. All right, so let, let me let me roll to the beginning. Was, <laughs> sure. was this designed just to irk Brandon Herrera? Yeah, pretty much. He said you couldn't do it, and I said, no, fuck you. I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, because, you know, we're people of the internet, and that's how we operate, I guess. And, of course, uh, I, I got the mag. Right. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Okay, so someone <laughs> fill me in on that statement. I, I have no idea. Seriously? Right. Seriously, yeah. I, I've been under a I got called a like... boomer yesterday. And I'm not... <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So apparently, uh, there. So there was this guy, a NASCAR driver. I forget his name was Brandon something. Uh, he's giving an interview at a NASCAR event, and the crowd is chanting "Fuck Joe Biden," and you oh can hear gosh. it. It's being picked up perfectly by by her microphone, but she's trying to cover it up. Be- and she says, "You can hear the crowd chanting, you know, let's go, Brandon," and then it just became a thing. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. So. After that, I guess I guess that's why Facebook is now banning people from putting that. Yeah. On, oh, on you can't. Statuses. Facebook is banning you from saying "Let's go, Brandon." Well, see, that's why that didn't make sense. It's like, well, wait a minute. What about people who are like Brandon who need like yeah, what about, support, right? Right. So it's like, so, well, I guess that makes sense now. No, no way. No way. What? What a bunch of thought police Nazis. I. I mean, yeah. just. I don't. It's... So, all right. I, I. I'll take a little divergence here. Yeah. I'm like the OG, me and Al Gore invented the internet. I'm like the OG of internet. And back in the day, it was all about free speech, free exchange of ideas. Everything was free, open source, and all of that. And it, you know, like on Usenet, there was all whatever groups, and good luck, you can find some group that whatever you're into has something going on. And that's what it was all about. And I'm just shocked that now, we're, you know, I feel like my tribe has betrayed me. You know, that's mm-hmm. well, they have. I, it's all your fault. I just want you to know that. <laughs> not my fault. No, um, I, I think from 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 watching, you know, from my my limited perspective on the internet, like I, I watched this go off the rails with Facebook when Facebook became the mega corporation, and mm-hmm. then they hired mm-hmm. middle managers, mm-hmm. and that's where the internet died. Yeah, because the, yeah, the internet died when we started requiring people to sign in everywhere. <laughs> Have we noticed that? Like, you can't browse online anymore without having a sign in to Pinterest or Facebook yeah. or Gmail. You know who makes a decision like that? 
middle, middle management. management. A middle manager. Discuss it. Man, it'd be great if we knew who was on our site so we could we could use the analytics data to sell ads to them. That's a middle, middle manager decision. Kill them. Yeah, it, you're, you're right. because It's funny. I, I don't know how many times I've been on a stream like this with StreamYard and somebody starts showing something on Instagram and you scroll down and it's like, whoop, you got to sign it. Oh, well. Right. Right. So... I, I saw in your new version of this that you put mm -hmm. the relief in for the takedown. Yep. Because I got a wider takedown, and it's still not wide enough. You know, I got yep. the extended takedown. Yep. Uh, that's a big plus. Question, actually, it broke off where it screws in over here. Right. Any, any ideas of putting some sort of, like, peg or dovetail from the grip piece going in? So you slide it in, and it locks in, because you get a little pull on this. I, I, I was just it. trying to, yeah. I, I considered it, but then I just removed that feature entirely. Um, and I'll, I'll do the same trick that, to mine that you did to yours and remove the firearm component so this isn't a firearm anymore. Um, and I'll just show you like the, the, the updated model here. So we just removed that feature back here entirely, so there's no oh. more screw there at all. Okay. Um, and then uh, we're also cutting in the magwell in the, in the foregrip. All right, that's not what I downloaded yesterday. Then uh, this might I got be like, like version a three. three version. I, I know. I don't think I put this one up on the Discord yet because oh, okay. we're still uh, we're still playing with geometry to get the mag to seat properly. Dude, you, yeah, um, you're killing me. I was looking at how to get the mag to seat, and it's got to be like way the heck down here. It's got to be like, right, right, and then about good that luck, level. right, and and good luck installing your uh, your mag catch your, in there. Yeah. Because uh, we're gonna we're gonna use another standard Glock mag catch in this one, so there's all sorts of I was thinking about doing it here. upside down, right? You know, have and the that's pin what, upside yep. down and do it from the other side. That's exactly what we're doing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so no, we're 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 on the same same page. <laughs> you know, I was I seriously I was sitting here for like two hours. You know, got got the like. Hmm. I'm like, what if you do it upside down? I'm like, will the pin fall out? A little right. bit of crazy glue or epoxy, will that hold it in, you know? Yep. Well, it's just undersize the hole a little bit, and then when you set the pin in, use a punch. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then yeah. you'll never, you never really have to take your mag catch out, so... Right. So, yeah, uh, this is this is that flex that I was showing you before. Can you see that mm -hmm. gap there and how it widens yeah. up? Uh -huh. now, now, it's going it's going the opposite direction because then the recoil will be going down, but it's there's movement there, and then I need to stop it. So. Now, if you used crazy glue or epoxy or anything? It might work. I don't know. I'll test it, and we'll find out. Gotcha. Because um, I was shocked. I, I was going somewhere, some secret clandestine location in Gainesville and hoping to mm -hmm. shoot this at somebody's place. And like that, that's place? the reason. At what? At their place. At their place. And so to print the whole brace, it was going to be 11, uh, 17 hours. Right. So I'm like, screw that. So I, I kind of modified this piece and like almost completely on my own designed this piece. And I put it together with EMT, you know, mm -hmm. electrical conduit. And I just use crazy glue and accelerant. And this, mm -hmm. I mean, it is freaking oh, yeah. in there. I'm, yeah, super glue is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was that good. And I kind of 
use my soldering iron to get the nut in there. So that's mm -hmm. what locks it on the pick rail. Yeah. No, I think we'll probably wind up doing something similar. We'll probably add some flaring to wrap around the magwell back here um, mm -hmm. so that we have a little more surface area contact. But, uh, I mean, outside of that, I think we'll probably be all right. There's an issue that I'm trying to sort out now where the trigger doesn't drop uh, when you have a mag in, which is a little oh. weird. I'm not sure what where that issue got introduced at, but uh, it was a fun one. That happened to us when we went down to Texas, where you, this this just wouldn't shoot. Um, oh no! Yeah. Well, but I, if you chambered around and took the mag out, it'd shoot fine. So, <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I don't know what the problem was with it. It boggles the mind. But we'll we'll get to it. So I I felt incredibly stupid. First off, this is the first block I've ever built. Nice. And um, I'm just shocked at how easy it is. I always. And same thing with slides. I always thought it was like a freaking Swiss watch in a slide. I'm like, really? That's it? Yeah. There, there's no... Pe people I... assume there's this whole like mechanism, this whole clockwork inside of it. The clockwork is dog simple. Yeah, I, I, thought I'd, I, I thought I'd be building a Rochester Quadrajet. I thought it was going to be, you <laughs> right? know... I, I'm like, yeah, really? Pe pe people make this assumption about gunsmithing a lot, and it's uh, it, it's it's not... Like it's not overly simple, right? But mm -hmm. when you think about it, you gotta be able to whack these things with a hammer, right? So no right. finely detailed uh, clockwork mechanism is gonna survive mm -hmm. that for very long, and you gotta put a thousand rounds through this thing. So yeah. it's it's gonna be simple and chunky, and there's gonna be those surfaces like there. There's a few critical surfaces that have to be right, but everything else is just make it thick and strong, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. whack it with a hammer. Yeah, uh, so I the this was a big learning experience for me. Now I'm like, I can't wait to do more. I'm I'm like right. totally, I can't I'm, wait for JSD to release their version of the P365 because mm -hmm. you print the lower portion and just buy their slide and the rails, nice. you know, a completion kit. Did they have a frame in, in development for that? Uh, they do. Yeah, I, I keep asking, like, hey, send me like alpha beta. I'll print one out, try it out. Right. I got all I got two SIGs, those. Like I can give it a try. Yeah. Good stuff. Hopefully they uh they, they open source it. They're sort of yeah, sort of yeah, I'm not sure exactly kind of open source that we do. I it's it's I may get this wrong, so don't hold me to an exact quote. Jordan um from sure, JSDI. Right. Hey, you, you don't you work for them, so right, yeah. Uh, he was talking about projects where you buy well everything other than what you need to print, and then you mm -hmm. download the print from them. And I don't know if you get access once you buy it, or if it's just going to be freely accessible. There's a fly in here. It's driving me nuts. Oh. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, they just throw them out and throw the files out because uh, mm -hmm. that's really the best way. And then they get archived to the internet, and they live forever. So. Now, is the P365, is that another chassis um, firearm like the 320? Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'd have to look. You you can buy, well, SIG just released the fire control group right. um, alone by itself, so you can build your own custom 365 if you want it to. Right. So. so unfortunately, unless you get the bending jig, you also have to do the background check and, and buy it that way. 
Uh-huh. So the this curious thing about the this expiser, it appears to be a solid chunk of metal, whereas the three twenty is a sheet sheet metal you bend. All uh, right, now you got me. Right. So I'm willing to bet you know they could come out all like a it's a block of metal and a jig you just put holes in and you know right. call it a day. <laughs> Even better, three D printable jig. That's well, true. yeah, right. Uh oh, I gotta lock it back first. Because somebody was asking me about like bullpupping the Canic TP9. I'm like, eh, I'll take a look at it, but well, I mean, like, you can oh. bullpup anything you want to. It's just a matter of like, how do you link your your tr your fake trigger to your real trigger? Right, you know? right, and actually, it's not that like, horrific. And I'll I'll, I'll uh, here, we'll do this. I'll, I'll disassemble my actual Glock. So that we can show it on camera, so that I can explain to people, you know. So here, here's your Glock, right? Your normal Glock, normal Glock trigger, right? The bullpup Glock, and this is how you bullpup anything, anything that exists, right? The bullpup Glock just sits in here like this, and then there's a whole linkage that connects this trigger up here to this trigger here. Like nothing in the original mechanism changed. So you can bullpup anything you want to. Just do that. Right now, now you said trigger, and you you got me like I. That's nah, not sunny out there anymore. So uh, I'm kind of steampunking. Where is it? My version two. Nice. So I just got it like out here trying to dry. Right. I wish, uh, <laughs> I wish those would still be compatible with the final version. <laughs> Uh-oh. That yeah, took me minutes to do this, so. Oh, I know. It's just a, a, a thing. It's one of the reasons that I don't release the, uh, the, the step files is that, you know, people are going to spend a lot of, like, there are some elaborate, like, texturing and surface finishes that people mm -hmm, have done mm -hmm. to previous... Um, to previous models that were in alpha and beta, and then we get to yeah, the final like, version, and none of them work anymore. I'm like, oh, there's no texturing on this. I'm right. like, yeah, they're they're going to be doing that later. Yeah, later. Yeah, that that was a uh, serious lesson learned we had with the uh, FNS beta. Mm -hmm. um, the package included the step files, and then people just went hog wild testing their own variants instead of testing the variant that we wanted to baseline, and um, uh -huh. that was frustrating to uh, get a grip on. So they go out, they make a bunch of changes, but then they report back on those changes, and their test their test data isn't valid anymore because they, you know, they they added an undercut uh, to the trigger guard, and the trigger guard snapped. Like right. well, we don't know now okay. because we, we gave a base model that had a you mm -hmm. know a three millimeter chunk. We don't know if that three millimeter chunk is big enough on the bottom of that trigger guard, right? Or you know the 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 pinhole that held in the. Uh, the locking block started warping, but they trimmed down the mm -hmm. sides of it to make it less, make it more comfortable to hold. So a yeah, lot of stuff like that, we we uh, we 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 sort of fight against. But that's why I was looking at. It. I'm like, wow, the pins are holding. I'm like, damn, that's okay. I'm like, all right, because I, I was, you know, I fired it and I was checking, and I'm like, all right, no cracks, no this. Uh, the mm -hmm. slide's still tight on it. The pins, you know, the pinholes didn't egg shell, uh, egg shape, sorry. Right. Um, so I, I was like, all right, this thing's working. 
works enough. It's works a good enough. start. Okay. Yeah, it's a good yeah. start. And this is this is the thing with alpha pro, alpha alpha level projects. Right? This this bullpup block, very much an alpha build. Um, you know, so it's uh, it, it's it's something that I release to like a handful of people in my community uh, who are motivated and dedicated to testing it, and uh, not something that I want the broader internet to have their hands on yet. Because it 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 kind of works, but only kind of. Yeah. So. Do, you, do you know how many people are like? Oh, hey, can you send me the files? I'm like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, it's a constant. <laughs> like, no, really. I'm like, yeah. Ask Alex if right. you want the files. Get them from Alex. <laughs> I I mean, I feel a little bit like a jerk, but I'm like, hey, that that's. And people are like, oh, did you design? I'm like, cool work on the design. I'm like, no, I'm the monkey that clicked print on the typewriter. <laughs> you know, I didn't design this. It, right. Like some people, like, oh wow, you're brilliant. I'm like, no, no, no. I click print, yeah, you're and brilliant. I got a bag full of parts into it, right? <laughs> no, and that's I, I. I hope that you know that people understand that that, that like what you just explained is I I've, I put a bag of parts in it. I, I that's like the level that we want to achieve with all of this. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I'm sorry. It's all good. Hey. Yeah, I, some stuff going on with my dad. Uh, nobody needs to hear, John. We, we're having a great conversation. No, yeah, no, get out. No, God. Your mic isn't yeah, right. Yeah, mic's really low. Oh, you, you don't have the right input selected. Usually he clicks like Joe Biden saying, I got hairy legs at this point. Ew. <laughs> I, I didn't want to know that about our president. Oh, you don't know? Oh, my gosh. Biden, Bidenisms. I, I yeah, just yeah. tune out what he says because I figured he's a puppet anyways. So. Oh, Lord. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't want to go there. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, We'd have a two-hour show if I started. I've been uh, dealing. If, my, if you don't You're still it, really quiet, John. This is probably better. That's it. You got it. If you don't, if you don't know, my dad, uh, my dad's suffering from uh, cancer, and uh, so yeah, of dealing with that. Oh, sorry, John. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry dude. to hear that. Uh-huh. It's all right. So that was kind of more important. Sorry, guys. Not that you yeah. guys are oh, important, yeah. but first. you guys are very, very important to me. Just not <laughs> that important, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, family first, John. So absolutely, don't blame you. Yeah, I'll blame you. It's fine. One of us will hold. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> so okay, everyone, what... that was Control Pew. Everyone, thank him. Yay! <laughs> Just joking. So Did I miss anything? Of... Yeah, no. We're we're talking about the Glock bullpup and a little bit of 3D design and stuff like that. Uh, do you know? Uh, if Jordan, when he, for the 365 that he's going to be coming out with, if the print portion of it is going to be a downloadable file free to everybody, or if that's you know based on you purchasing the the completion kit from him, what? In other words, there's going to be a 3D printed portion of the Sig P365 from JSD. Is that going to be available to everybody to print, 
or do you have to buy the completion kit to get the, the Rich, file your audio is gone. We hear I him. Think he's I, I can hear him. He's he's goofing. God, guys, can, come on. I I can hear him. Come yeah. On. <laughs> I know my audio is damn fine. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. Uh, JSD is doing some really amazing things, yeah. though. So, got got a question for Alex. In the same way that I used, you know, hey, metal here, and I just put a you know brace end on it, or yeah, brace and a pick rail mount on the front. For where there's you know, flex in this, you ever think about like inserting like a carbon rod or, you know, metal rod or anything like that? I did. Geometry becomes a problem. Um, there's just not a lot of space in there in straight mm -hmm. lines where you can yep. do really easy bars and connectors and plates and whatnot. So I'm sure there is something to be done. I just don't quite know what that is yet. I'm going to get some carbon fiber cloth and epoxy and just wrap it. Right. I mean, that would absolutely do it. Probably. Maybe. I like that. I absolutely, know. probably. Yeah, absolutely, probably, possibly. Yeah. No, test it. Let me know. <laughs> it might do <laughs> it or might not. T test it. Let me know. And then write a guide on uh, putting on, on doing uh, carbon fiber wraps. And we'll uh, we'll mm -hmm. put that up on control view. Okay. Doke. Yeah. Well, Why would you guys get rich into 3D printing? Um, I think he found I it himself. Dude, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've been 3D printing. I, I went on a like three-year hiatus on 3D printing. And I was carrying a LC9S, and I'm a lefty, and I pocket carry. And what would happen is I would hit the mag eject button. And since it has a mag safety, it won't fire if your mag is just a few millimeters out. And I wanted to print a grip for my LC9S that had a, a left-handed mag release. Then I got a SIG P365, so I don't need to do it anymore. But that's that's why I broke out the 3D printer from like a three-year hiatus and started hey, going at it again. I recall following you at one point in time very early, like years ago, with uh, you were doing something with 3D printing. I can't remember what it was. Oh, let's see. Well, I I can't lift this up right now, but uh, I 3D printed a case for that's an up squared, so it's an Intel uh, like a Nook size computer. Right. I printed that, and actually, I have like four Raspberry Pis and a five port switch in here. Nice. And a fan. So yeah. th this is a project I'm working on. The Mac trash can? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I actually have, like, oops. so this is kind of like a pie sled, and let's see, is camera facing the right way? I've got back here, that's a, a v, ah, ESXi cluster of Raspberry Pi 4s. Ooh. You really like your pie. Well, it, it's kind of cool. It's it's a low cost way to have a lab, uh, a you know a VMware home lab, right? I haven't gotten much into them. I've got one running Octoprint that I'm playing with for one of my printers, but that's about 
and I did a pineapple way back in the day when it, and it just sat in a box for a while. Mm-hmm. But that's been the limit of my uh, my my raspberry pieing. Oh, feel I, like I should I actually, do more of it, but yeah, I actually do a podcast on pie computing. Audio only. Well, we do video also. It's actually, hmm. but nice. yeah, I what's, have my home automation. Oh, it's uh, the mini PC show on the Podnuts network. So it's okay. podnutsnutz.com. And uh, so I have home automation servers. I've got I've got the Google Coral, which is an AI accelerator. And it's monitoring my uh, camera system and identifying people in vehicles. Because hmm. like motion detection on a camera system is really useless. Mm-hmm. But now, so the, that was the first level. The next level, and that's all running on a Raspberry Pi. The next level is to identify family members. So I'm like, I'll open the garage door if I see a family member. You know, I could deactivate the alarm, those kinds of things. Right. Huh. So that's that's we're, the next step up have, in it. Yeah, I'm going to have to get into that because some of that's going to be really useful for me in the very near future. So. Mm. Oh, when they when you so you can see your the ATF coming, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, something I call have have it recognize the ATF, call your dog into the house. Right. Well, no, no, we'll, we'll right. no, we, we'll the dog or the the fence will go down so the dog can run away, and then you know, like the server room will melt or become engulfed in lava or something, you know, the usual. Mm-hmm. Well, but. I, I used to joke where I had so many computers at my house in New York that if, if I ever got raided, it's like, you need a bigger truck, man. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad I don't have that those days anymore. I used to have a, an actual computer lab in my basement. And it's just, I moved it all out. We're all on cloud stuff now. And I'm just, it's just, it's so much cooler in my house. Oh, well, that, that, that's the other thing. So my philosophy is everything is on-prem. So mm-hmm. I don't reach out to the cloud. That's my model, whether I'm closely adhering to it or not. That's another thing. But right. all of my home automation is, you know, rolled my own and it's at home and it doesn't talk to the net. So if I want to talk to my home network, I VPN in and do whatever I want, you know, whether it's right. a file server, or, you know, on-prem cloud storage kind of thing. Right. If I want to talk to my VPN, I just caress the... Uh the back of the case a little bit and then uh you know bend over oh my god never mind <laughs> see i, I well I john like never Rich, leaves his home uh, well you know that that is true <laughs> sorry Vin. rich i feel like you subscribe to the philosophy of clout just means someone else's computer right well yeah yeah for the yeah. most part yeah I, I got in an argument with someone one time about cloud computing, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, that's where you know that's where the Amazon. I live in Northern Virginia. So I'm like, yeah, that that's where Facebook have all their stuff at. That's where Amazon have. And somebody's like, no, they don't. That's still in the cloud. Oh, like, like, I was like, what? What? Like, what do you think a cloud is? It's where everything is. It's like, but you do know it's physical servers. No, it's not physical servers. I'm like, yeah, they're just stored in the lines between the houses. That's the cloud. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like the biggest, 
the most powerful marketing thing in the world. It's like yeah, people think yeah. that computers are magic, so they just say they make up words. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with something. Say it's called the lightning bolt. It's stored in the lightning bolt, and people are gonna be like, right. "Well, you know what? That's a lot faster than a cloud," and then I'll win. Right, cloud two point oh. I, I, I love when really people are talking because... internet two point oh. I'm like, um, huh? Yeah. What 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 are they gonna replace DNS with? Please tell me. Yeah. Okay. I'm Something like, better, take your maybe. marketing crap. <laughs> yeah. I hate marketing. It's all a scam. Everything's a scam. Yeah. So Alex, what top secret stuff are you working on that you can't tell us? <clears throat> Oh no, uh, we've got the uh, the Kanzerfaust uh, cooking up. This is version one. Um, it fires a pop can. Um, it, it, it's a recoilless uh, soda can launcher. So you've got your can cannon that uses blank 5.56. Five, mm-hmm. This one uses black powder. It's recoilless. So you have the counterweight that shoots out the other end, the back end. Uh-huh. Um, and the pop can goes out the front. And the whole thing just sort of just hangs out on your shoulder the whole time. Um, this is version one. Uh, we've got a version two in the works that's about a hundred percent better, but I can't talk about it yet because we're still like in de- in development on it. So features may change, but uh, we developed a mortar site, so now you can set it on a tripod, and it's got a tripod, the bipod legs built into it. You can drop it like a tripod, you know, do your trigonometry to do your ballistic calculation, your your high angle ballistic calculations, and then uh, drop pop can mortars, I guess. Um, so that's something we're playing with. Uh, it's also sh- shoulder fireable. Um, so you still have the same, you know, can launching now, fun. Please tell, there... me that, uh, please tell me that you're calling it the call or a call Gustav 2.0. No, we, we're calling it the Kanzer Faust. Oh, okay. I like also, also, also Kanzer Shrek was, a uh, was a, uh, a suggestion. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, we we couldn't figure out a way to make Carl Gustav sound like cheeky. So, but yeah, uh, it, uh, there, there's also no like bolt action on the back of it to change rounds. So we couldn't quite get there. Next, that that'll be like version four of this 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 thought tree. Um, you know that so yeah. you've uh, that you've recorded this rifle uh, out in out west, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like avalanches. Yeah, it's, it's pretty damn cool. I was just cool. going to say it. How do you, you get that seen... job? I don't know. <laughs> I, it would be kind of fun, dude. They Let's shoot the top of a mountain. With okay. a mortar. Right. How would you put that on a resume? That would be the coolest thing ever. I would hire someone. Right. Demolition expert. Be like, yeah. I, I knew a guy <laughs> on Long Island that was a bit of a pyro, and he went to some training class, filled out some forms, and now he's like a pyrotechnics technician, and he can do the you know, mortars on the barge, at least on, on Long Island. They, they do the fireworks off a barge for the most part, and you just go to right. the shoreline. Debbie, uh, so you ever uh, do pyrotechnics for Great Right concerts? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. You guys don't? You didn't guys didn't get that joke? You know Great how they say too soon? Sorry, what happened? <laughs> the great white, yeah, yeah, man. 
Remember that? Remember the band that accidentally burned down the the place? Oh, oh, that was where a bunch of people died. That was indoors. Yes, they set up right, pyrotechnics. Yeah. And no, that that and that was before the, his time. Yeah. The Station Nightclub in two thousand and three. Yeah. The Great White Fire. Wow. Yes. Kiaski knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, sorry, I haven't been tending to the chat because I like came in came in here hot. I'm sorry. So, so did I. the the mortar is it mm-hmm. all three D printed? Is there a metal barrel? What's yeah? So the big old tube is metal. Um, all the structural components outside of it to hold stuff to it is going to be three uh, D printable. Um, mm-hmm. Everything else is hardware store parts. Actually, this cool. whole thing is hardware store parts. Um, I don't quote me on the price. I think it costs less than a hundred bucks to all said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, that includes your ignition system and everything else. Gotcha. <laughs> Sport brand. Oh my Sport gosh. Brand. <laughs> so what regulations are there on a mortar? Well, none. Oh, it's not a destructive device or anything no. like that. Well, see, there, there, there are a lot of challenges in like determining, you know, what is this thing? The, the, and people like to skip the first one, which is, is this a weapon? Because if it's not a weapon, none of the rest apply, and it's not a weapon. Ah. It's a can launching device. It's a novelty, so, novelty launcher. So uh, because anything that's black powder isn't a weapon? Well, no. Is that it, it falls under the same weapon. regulation as like a can cannon. It's not a okay. weapon. Okay. So none of the other regulation applies. Uh, oh, all firearm regulation, right? All firearm regulation presupposes that it's a weapon to, to begin with. This mm-hmm, isn't a weapon. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Key Asky wants to know uh, what is the propellant? Black powder. Uh, right? Yeah, F grade black powder, or no, cannon grade black powder. Sorry, the largest grain you can buy. That is really badass. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I have some video, but I I can't show it to you now because I need to scrub it, um, <laughs> for for identifiable data. But uh, it's uh, it'll be up on my YouTube channel in a couple couple weeks probably, and uh, that'll be a lot of fun. But this is currently in beta. Version one files have dropped in beta. Uh, version two files are still being refined, so those will be out uh, a little bit after. Um, Actually, I can probably pull up the picture of the version one file. Why are you doing that? I got a question for Vin. Sure. Vin, how'd you come up with the uh, the alias of Ivan the Troll? What? How, oh, did I? Oh my God! I I let it out that you're Ivan the Troll. It's true. Yes, it's totally true. I am <laughs> Ivan the Troll. Yes, it was me all along. Who could see through my Russian um, camouflage? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've known Ivan longer than I've known either one of you guys. Oh, look at it, John. Make that full screen. Come on. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. So this, is, uh, this is version two in most of its glory. One thing I didn't I didn't mention is the uh, the whole grip section that sits up here in the front, like where I'm scribbling, is removable, so you can set it up and remotely fire it. 
Okay. One of the one of the questions I have is when you're walking out of your house with that, do your neighbors ever look at you funny? No, they don't usually look at me funny. They do. Uh, wow. Um, oh, that's right. Because I've got. I felt like I fell into Sorry. like a like yeah. alternative universe type thing. That's that's what's that. There is an alternative universe on my left desktop uh, monitor, but uh, yeah, uh, occasionally I've been stopped. The cops have driven by once or twice, and they'll 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 usually ask. But most of them know me well enough at this point that uh, um, you know, they're like, okay, it's just that crazy kid doing shenanigans. But yeah, it, uh, it's it's generally not a big deal. There was one lady who like who's waiting for a kid or something after a sports game thing, <laughs> um, and she was parked, you know, across the street from my house, and because uh, I live next to a school, and uh, <laughs> makes it even better, right? Is that why you're moving on a mortar? Well, no. If if I could say just for that reason to get this reaction, because she's like on the phone panicking, calling the cops. I'm loading like a small arsenal into the back of my car, you know. And the cops roll up and they're like, "Oh, this is where we are. It's fine." They're like, "It's Lady, Alex." Yeah, he's on his own property. Be quiet. But 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 no, Karen. Shush. Okay, Swamp Dog wants to know: Is your pa- is your Discord only available for Patreon? Yes, it is. Um, it's uh, it's it's Patreon or Subscribestar. I haven't quite set up the Patreon business yet, so Subscribestar is where to go if you want to get in. But uh, don't like if you just want the files early, don't join. Right? If you want the files and you want to print them and you want to help me test and get good data uh, on the al- alpha builds, okay, cool. But like, don't archive these and share them with the internet or just sit them on a hard drive somewhere because they're not going to be useful in like five minutes. Right. You know, Kiaski yeah. wants to know: Is that a scooter in your room? It it is. It's my knee rover. I I am the disabled. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I, I have a disability. Oh, or didn't you have disability a mental disability? <laughs> Vin had surgery the other day. All right, Jake Paul. Okay. The dabbing. Okay. Another question is: Do you guys have dead men switch? That's from Alan. Pal. A dead man switch for what? Like in case the do you get taken out? Why? Yeah, I have a dead man. Why switch. Ask? I, I don't mean to make you feel bad, but like that presupposes that we're doing anything illegal. Yeah. I have a dead man switch. It, it wipes all your hard drives. Oh well, that's I mean, for a whole other reason, though. No, no, my dead man switch. If anything happens to be like I get arrested or something, shitloads of files get emailed out. Yeah, I don't have one of those. I kind of want one though. Yeah, so that's what it, that's my demons, which it doesn't destroy anything. It just propagates everything. Right. No, mine just wipes my browsing history. Oh yeah, you can't wipe Rich's browsing history. What what he's watched the monitor his his monitor can't be <laughs> his monitor can't un- unsee. <laughs> you mean with a cloth? Mm-hmm. So a liberal friend of mine on Facebook posted a picture of Hillary, the Hilderbeast, and said, when you have nothing to hide, you're free to testify. Like, I first replied, can I get some of what you're smoking? And then I'm like, you mean when she deleted 30,000 subpoenaed emails and then wiped the hard drive? 
She the kept backups. the freaking server in her bathroom. Come on. Well, it was in the bathroom of the ISP. And then I'm like, no, you are right. She has nothing to hide. It's all gone. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Alan didn't mean that. Uh, he he went. He's talking more of a file dump oh. to the internet. I mean, uh-huh. not really. I, again, like if the files are are alpha or something like that, they're not really going to be useful. And like, we we have a one of the core sort of fundamental ideas of of the the group that we're uh, we're in is. You don't release it to the internet, to the broader internet for archiving and distribution until it's final and verified, right? So when you have a whole package behind it that's been proofed and tested with, you know, test data with uh, with with uh, appropriate sort of settings and, and instructions, that just doesn't come out to the internet. So uh, just because we we lived that life for you know almost six years, where the only files that existed were just bad. Like they weren't dimensionally accurate. Oh. There was no instructions along with them. They, if you tried to print them, you would just fail and not quite understand why, because there was no documentation behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone remembers those days of Foscad, and there's even some adversaries like Dagoma, you know, that try to put out bad files, right? Um, so the, those early days, I, I would, I wasn't there for that, but, but I could imagine that those early days were really tough. Um, <laughs> as one file I pulled out. Say, oh, here's a um, what was it? It was called a disruptive solutions lower. I pulled it out. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And I went to print it, and it didn't fit. And then I had to go back and fix it. But then I looked in the README, and it said, oh, the the person who made it said they didn't even test it or verify it. Oh, I myself, why would you release it in the first place? Yeah, right. like uh, back like, in the day, I I I like pulled some twenty two out, and uh, I printed it. And it was like, oh, it was kind of like a songboard, a songbird where the mm-hmm. barrels were printed. And then, and I tried to like, before I fired it, I tried to put a 22 and fit. Couldn't do like, it. Oh, that's, that could be an issue. So, yeah, we, 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 we set out on this group, like with, with this group, like the FGC9 sort of set it in motion for us with the level of documentation required and the level of like skill and knowledge you had to have as a printer to execute it. So we put together the getting started guide to get you to that skill level of this is the basic printer. This is the calibration. This is how you get your printer set up to the point where it needs to be set to the point where it needs to be. And then here's a file package that we know is good. Here are the settings that we know are good. Here are, you know, a bunch of instructions and details on how to put this thing together, what you need to do to follow it. So very step-by-step because the target audience for the FGC nine, they weren't Americans. They were people in other countries who have never fired a gun. They don't understand anything about the mechanism that they're building. So we had to make it simple enough to understand and easy enough to follow that they could do it. Yeah, that's a very, that's very smart. And then we've, uh, we've sort of carried that same kind of idea into all of the rest of releases, even if they're, they're only for the U S market with like the Glock stuff. It's, well-documented, well-formatted, good instructions, good settings, good values, and uh, hopefully people are, 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 you know, our end users will see that and be able to have success with it. But yeah, before that point, nothing comes out to the broader internet. 
Yeah. Um, what is your feelings on like you're, you're doing a podcast, your faces are right out there, you know, whatever. But like people for like, like Jay Stark, for example, who had to go through extreme lengths to hide his identity for doing something that should be a human right to do. What is your thoughts on that? Um, that dichotomy where there's certain people in the community that have to go to extreme lengths to hide who they are. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed that that's the state of the world that we're in. Um, it is unfortunate and it's, it's almost unavoidable uh, that, you know, I, I guess it's unfortunate that he's got to hide his identity. It's unfortunate that people in that similar circumstance are going to have to hide their identities it is. I, I wish they could, you know, be more open about it and, you know, take the podcasts that, and, and interviews and discussions that they want to have, um, you know, to help sort of spread the idea that, you know, freedom's okay. It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben, do you have anything on that? Um, I, I, I'm kind of with Alex. You know, it's, it's unfortunate they have to hide their knee, right? But I figured someone like that in those places, they probably play the long game. So, you know, um, I, I came out, you know, like I doxed myself, basically. The first time I entered the community was, it was more of like, I was looking more at portfolio work, right, to bolster my resume. And then I quickly realized that this kind of stuff on the resume won't get me employed. And it clearly has not. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, it, it, it's a mixed bag. You know, um, being a face out there is um, pretty fun. It's engaging. It's it's very fun to help people get started and spare from the show and point directions, right? Um, but it, it is tragic that a lot of people, they'll have to, you know, um, hide their identities just because of the government they live in or even because of their neighbors who may not approve of uh, their hobbies and whatnot. And so I think, you know, I think that's the uh, the sad aspect of it as well. Yeah, um, I think it's worth every, like, like every headache you put yourself out there, mm -hmm. right? Uh, because this community needs to grow, and I think the 3D printing community is the way we defeat gun control, and that's why Cody Wilson started down the path because he saw it as a way to defeat gun control. Because how can you have gun control when I can email you something that you know? Right. I remember early on in the days, um, on the internet, everyone said, be careful what you put online. It's there forever, right? It, it seems that nowadays it's becoming less and less true, but at least for the sense of 3D printed guns, it seems that whatever is out there really does live forever. Like, there's countless copies and countless mirrors of, you know, J Stark's FGC9. So, this, this really is an immutable movement that um, you really can't stop the tracks on. So, all right and with that we're gonna have to take off because i gotta go uh take my son to his uh, scout meeting but i want to go around the room and i always start with flying rich so uh you can find me at youtube.com slash flying rich and utreon.com slash c slash flying rich and on instagram you can find me at flying rich underscore official all right, let's go to Control Pew himself, Alex. So uh, you can find me primarily at controlpew.com. Um, Great website. The guide.controlpew.com <laughs> if you want to get uh, get started in 3D printing. 
um, sign up for the newsletter there because they can't ban me from my own website. Um, everywhere else on the internet, on most social media, I am at Control Pew, uh, except for on Instagram where I'm Common Sense Control Pew. Um, that's about the run of it. If you want to support what we're doing, support the community. I've got a subscribe star up. Um, there's also a shop on controlpew.com. Um, funds go into uh, research, development, ammo, and all the rest of it across the community and uh, so on. And then, how about you? Um, so me and my handle is winkvn. I'll spell it out. It's N-G-2-Y-E-N-K-V-V-N. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, same handles. I also have a Patreon as well, patreon.com slash winkvvn. Um, I'm actually also hosting a class on Renegade University in December, so you want to build your own uh, DD-17 pistol, don't forget to check them out and uh, sign up for a class. All right, thank you guys so much. And everyone out there, really go ahead and support these guys. These guys are doing uh, the Lord's work, as they like to say. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to put my own Patreon or anything like that or anything like that, but just... <laughs> tonight um because instead of throwing me a few bucks on a super chat or something like that go and, and you know support them on their platforms for a, a month or two um that's all i can ask all right guys that is it thank you guys so much for coming on control yeah, thanks for having us and man. Ben, i've been wanting to get you guys on for a long time thanks i was on john all right thank you guys so much and with that we are out of here who do we have tomorrow who do we have tomorrow? Oh, you always Coda ask Boy. me these things. Coda Boy, 32, yes. There you go. See you guys.